0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com. The only place to be in your pop culture world.
1: McCullum back to Hayes. And he not only threw that into the seats, John, that went like six rows up into the the seats. seats. That was a wild play there as Coach Willie Green kind of scratches his head. Uh... Place to be nation, welcome back to PTBN's NBA team podcast, You're all-NBA know-how in the PTBN network, or whatever you call it. Uh, <laughs> I'm your co-host, Andrew Reesh. I'm joined by Adam Murray. Adam, you're going to have to bail me out uh, on this one.
0: What? This is episode 264. I, I, call, it
1: it the PT... I call it the PTBN network. <laughs> it's...
0: it's whatever. The conglomerate <laughs> association. Loose I don't know. whatever's...
1: I but, mean, uh, it, it's, it's been um it's been just kind of like a roundabout type of a uh, type of week. I mean, the, the NBA this past two weeks since we last talked, like there's things that have happened, like some fun stuff. You know, we had uh, Damian Lillard go for 60, uh, that really controversial ending with the Lakers and the Celtics where. I mean, I, you know, you're there, you're up there in Boston, following the Celtics on, you know, for for your uh, for your side of things. But I mean, you you can kind of give me your general thought about that. Well, the general thought
0: is we're 50 games in, and then you have Tatum and you have LeBron both playing like 45, 48 minutes. It's like it's not necessary for a regular season game to have just I don't want to say poor time management already, but it, We've also, it's, we're at 50 games in. We had the same discussion when we were 40 games in. We had the same discussion when we were 30 games in. The season has just been waiting to, okay, which team is going to blow it up? And we, which is sort of how we started the season, is we waited for the trade deadline, who's going to be moving. And if nobody really moves, well, what can we do? Everybody's yeah. in sort of the same place, the same position where we're nobody, there's no movers and shakers until, no,
1: the, not yet. until the
0: trade deadline. And then we have, um,
1: We've had one we move have... so far. It had uh, the Lakers who we just mentioned. I was mentioning the Celtics because there was a very controversial ending where um it went to overtime because LeBron got nicked on a on on a on the last on the last play of regulation. It was a no call. And LeBron had an absolute temper tantrum. I've never seen him do that
0: before. Yeah, but again it was a foul, so what can you it do? It was. When, I mean it was a really refs, it was they, a you know, really bad
1: no call. Okay. The
0: league called afterwards like, Oh yeah, it was. But what can you do? That's
1: what but but talk about the Lakers. They got Rui Hachimura from uh, the Washington Wizards. The um, the uh, the, the compensation for the Wizards side was just Kendrick Nunn, uh, and like um, like some second round picks, right? Yeah, two I mean, the whole point of that is that they just didn't want to give up the firsts because eventually they the owned. starting
0: four. That's a uh, it's a nice upgrade.
1: It is. For, for I think mean, it's
0: supposed to oh, let's swing for the fences.
1: The thing with Rui let's is give up. Good. Okay. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, the thing with Rui is that, like, he had some pretty nice games going into the trade, like w- when he was traded. Like, he had had some personal reasons for why he wasn't playing for a while. No one really knew why. Uh, but then he kind of really beefed up a little bit for the Wizards, uh, in, like in recent time. And now, now we we got the move. I'm just, I'm just surprised that the Wizards gave up on him so quickly. He was a lottery pick in 2019.
0: But. You know, there there was there was no room for him with with Kispert and and Avija there. So that you know, him taking time off, and then uh, you want to give that big extension to Kuzma. He's a very expensive player. He was a ninth pick, so his his cap hold for his qualifying offer is huge.
1: Yeah, you talk about Kuzma.
0: No, for Hachimura. So yeah, because if you're of the, not going be to because, because of how
1: high he was picked in the draft, right?
0: Yeah, because he's a ninth pick. So you have two players who are sort of similar. You have Kuzma, who you want there to be long. You know, want him there for the long term. Um Dump. You know, get the problem is here. Here's why it's sort of a fleecing from from the Lakers' standpoint is because the Wizards might be are, are they in fact the worst drafting team in the league?
1: I mean, I think Avdi is coming around, but like, I see your point, like, but he's just sort of a Johnny Davis. I mean, we listen, it's early, but yeah, he's not doing much. He's not
0: even, he's not even, he's in the G league. He's been there. Everybody else is
1: the other one. Who's like from the lottery who I heard it went to the G league was Usman Dang. but I did. That didn't surprise me. Well, he
0: was a, he's a long-term development. We're not going to get into the Oklahoma city thunder. (laughs) No,
1: no, no, no. Because that's,
0: we've, we've mentioned the problems with having too many picks and, you know, Houston's going to get it too, is you have these players. Well, they're, you know, are you going to reset them? long term well we have the third pick so do you know um,
1: how many games houston won in the month of january
0: i'm gonna guess one to zero two two that's two. about right they are <laughs> they are completely terrible and i, yeah, I, mentioned, I there's. i'll there's... give you
1: a call right now before we get back to in in a couple weeks i think steven Salas will be fired
0: No, what what purpose does that serve
1: it doesn't serve a purpose. Just like the Rockets as a franchise, that's why it's going to happen.
0: But you're you're not gonna whoever is the um, whoever is the interim, whoever's the next per you know the the yeah the, the interim head coach, he has no chance of getting it. The entire the entire um, coaching staff will be gutted. There's there's yeah. no possible way that they'll um. Let's see, who do we got? You got. Brr, Lionel Hollins, John Lucas, the third, it would, it would probably Second.
1: be, it would probably be Hollins because of the fact that he had the head coaching. I mean, this is so nitpicky. It doesn't really matter at the end. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about Jalen green did have a pretty awesome game where he had like well over 40 points. Um, I no, will say
0: this. Uh-huh. I would guess it will be Mahmoud Abdel Fatah, who was the, um, their, their G league coach and then he's the assistant this year. So they might just be, hey, we know you're going to get fired, so get some reps in and maybe you can find something. Because why are you giving it to Lionel Hollins? He's not going to get it. The, the team is terrible. You had Eric Gordon, as we said, throwing the team under the bus. There's been no improvement. Jabari Smith has just been terrible.
1: No, he's he has a good – I will say clip. this. he's a He can't score much, but he's a good rebounder. He has some good defensive moments. I will say they have a future star in Alperin Shengun.
0: Which we said, and was just, well, he, you know, he's slow. You know, because they're you know Euroleague players are very outside of Luca. Just take a while he's, to.
1: He's a poor man's Jokic. That's what he is.
0: Yeah, which is yeah. what we the, the remember. You know, his scouting report was. Oh yeah, this dude is just slow, but he's super smart. And the problem with that is they didn't they get another pick on Um Usman Garuba. They traded yes. for. Well, he's been marginalized by Tari Eason. Yeah. And you have Jabari Smith. Let's say you get Wembayana. Where where is it? You wasted a pick. You wasted okay. all these picks, and you, you know you have Kevin Porter Jr.
1: Yeah, he's in, uh, he's injured right now, so that's probably one of the reasons why they're losing games. As well. I mean, Kevin Porter Jr. is pretty talented.
0: Until until they get the number two pick and they get Scoot Henderson,
1: yeah, What's and he, keeping him. And remember, Kevin Porter Jr. has got that unique contract where basically they have like very small, like he's got weird team. Ah, uh, three team,
0: three team options. It's like a very big deal with all team so, options.
1: speaking of weird contracts, um, let's talk about the Miles Turner thing. So this is a little bit like granular, but I'll try to make it as basic as possible. He renegate, he renegotiated with an extension on his deal. So what happened is he got a bump on his salary this year, which went from 18 million to 35 million uh, this season. Which I mean, easy reason why Miles Turner would take the deal, but there's some there's some conditions to this. Number one. The salaries for the next two years are 21 million and 20 million, way less. Also, he can still be traded in this trade deadline. So, like, where do you like? What do you think was the rationale behind all of this?
0: Uh, I don't know what the rationale is because you don't know what the Pacers are going to do. You could easily say, well, they're on the outside looking in. They could easily buy and let's get Halliburton, let's get Mathurine into the playoffs, so they could see it.
1: Mm-hmm. Or you Tur- could just Turner's had a good year. He really has. He, he did. Plus
0: it's okay. We're we're going to pay you because you've been here and we'll give you that three year deal. But at the same time, you're super team friendly. So why not do that? Oh yeah. We don't plan on using the cap room. So instead of, you know, like the, the Spurs always do. Okay. We'll just give you, know, we didn't hit the floor. We'll divvy them on the players. Let's just, okay. Here's double your salary. Mm-hmm. And now we have a super team friendly deal for years two and three, and we and, can and, easily and it's move unique from it.
1: Because it's not like a it's not like a team option like the Kevin Porter Jr. one. It's a because this isn't a team option. He's gonna get the 20 million for you know in 24 and 25 guaranteed, but it's it's a it's far less than the renegotiated salary that got bumped for this year. But like it's weird because it's the opposite of what you see a lot with these like arenas provision things where they're real like you sometimes you have these restricted free agent contracts where they're backloaded and they have like a small salary for the first year and then they get bumped after that because of uh because of their bird rights and stuff. This is one where because he's been with the team for over 7 years, he can go to this like max level of 35, but then he can just take a big haircut uh on the two years following. It's
0: just so so his cap number is now 35, correct? Yes. So, I'm not going to say, you know, let's start planning the conspiracy theory seeds." Um off season. and for Turner. Maybe. Phoenix doesn't really like him. they They begrudgingly sign him, and you know, uh, just looking at the body language, Neither side is happy. Why not flip him to the team that wanted him? Yes, yeah, I don't center. Know.
1: You know, I mean, and the I mean, the sun. I mean, we can talk about the suns a little bit. Like, they Paul's back, Cam Johnson's back. They did win some games. They dropped a couple after that, but they're right around five hundred. I don't think it's over for them. Like, I I don't want to go that far. Like, I, like they're a game over five hundred actually. But like, I think they'll, I do think they'll have time to write the ship, especially when Booker comes back from his injury. <sighs>
0: It's the West. Everybody's sort of hovering in the same area, and it doesn't mean anything because the, you know, you. I remember you, in a previous episode, you're like the Pelicans. They should easily go undefeated, and then uh, Zion has his usual thirty games out, and Brandon Ingram has more ticky tack injuries. So yeah, they've lost. I think they've
1: lost six or seven in a row. Uh, talking about the pels I think what basically happened was they had a lot of depth. That was one of their keys to why they were successful to start the season. And they they kept doubling down on their depth when they had like Brandon Ingram. I want to be 100 percent before I start playing. He did come back um, just recently. And then Zion goes out and it's like, all right, now you're down two of your biggest stars. You can't no matter how much depth you have, you cannot sustain that. We're seeing that with the Nets like Kyrie Irving has played awesome. Nick Claxton is great. He's getting like he's getting some tips now that he might be the defensive player of the year. I think that's a little bit much. But without Kevin Durant, who's out with a a, um, a knee issue, he'll probably be back right before the All-Star break. Um, it, it, they're just not the same. It's just not a – like, they, they can win games. They're kind of going tit-for-tat with their record. They're still uh, – they're still hovering around at fourth in the East right now. But, like, they're just not the same. You know, you can't – got to have those stars, Adam, you know?
0: It's funny. Didn't I say Nick Claxton would be a potential nominee for – MVP. Being... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And all
0: of a sudden, oh, there he is. Who knew?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> what a shock.
1: His um, his numbers are weird. You know, who's also, uh, and I mean weird in a good way. Like he'll have like, he'll be like, ten for eleven from the field because it's all dunks, and he'll have like five blocks and like, <laughs> like he's, he's actually a pretty steady player, and it, I believe he was a second round pick, so that was a really nice. You know, Clarkson. He
0: was like the thirty-first or thirty-third pick. He was top of the second, which is really—it
1: was just a good pickup by by the Nets. At uh, in hindsight, um, you know, the other one who's got weird stats sometimes is Sabonis. Um, let's kind of pivot to the Kings. Their offense is red hot. Like, like, what do you think made it click for the Kings? Just flow. Okay.
0: I mean, you had, you know, the previous coaching systems of, well, I'm not going to start you. Well, let's radically change the lineup. Well, let's get – we need Halliburton in for 30 minutes too. And then now it's just we have our players, although they're weird, you know, Hoarder and um, he's sort of – just again, it's just a weirdly – I don't want to say when, weird size when, team. When, just... Werder,
1: when Werder is um is making his threes, he's super effective. He's also a good assist guy. He's not as bad of a like a distributor as people think. it well, it's just funny, like
0: you you look at that roster, you don't see how he'd fit in, especially since you have Harrison Barnes sitting there at the three, yeah, the time.
1: You know, I think Barnes might get unloaded. Like I think this might be a situation where he might get traded. I mean, there's a few that are definitely like like on the cusp, if you like look at the deadline coming up on February 9th, like you got like, if you just look at the Kings Rashawn Sean Holmes, probably. So he's in the doghouse. Uh, Trey Lyles is all of a sudden popping up, having good games for the Kings. They could probably finagle that into something. If people like buy themselves into thinking Lyles is a missing piece. Um, like, uh, let me, let's just kind of pivot to the, to the trade market. If you want, like, is there anyone that you're looking at where you're like, oh, this one's going to get moved?
0: Well, it, everything goes through Toronto. Are they going to be buyers? Are they going to be sellers? You have, you know, it's the, hard to w- say.
1: Well, they they should dump a newbie for, uh, the, the, you know, Ogi The rumor is the Knicks offered multiple first round picks and they said no.
0: Yeah, they offered three, but they're probably like here's a twenty twenty seven, here's a twenty twenty nine, and um, you know, here's Via, uh, you know, here's the <laughs> United States pick next year, and it's like no. Toronto is not in tank territory because they're too good. So you're just going to get a, you know, bottom of the lottery pick anyway. So why are you, you don't need to gut your team. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why. Well, Memphis should offer two firsts and Jair Williams. And like, no, they're not going Danny Green. Like, no, they're not going to, so low, they don't no, need to I don't them. think
1: Memphis is unloading anybody except for maybe Danny Green. Like, let, let me let me say this the reason why all of a sudden you're hearing these reports oh, Danny Green's working out again. Oh, Danilo Gallinari, he's shooting, he's putting up shots again because he tore his ACL in the summer. Like, it's like the reason why is because they're probably going to get unloaded as trade fodder to balance out salaries and they want to prove to other teams, hey, I can still play. That's yeah, but... what it's about.
0: Memphis could also load up with another superstar to be like, this is our year, going to make a run. Yep, they can easily do it. So I don't
1: try it too. If you want, they want to. They want to move Grant Williams. They can do it.
0: And and Charlotte should just have a fire sale.
1: Yeah, I I I was looking at them, and it's like it's bad. Like even Nick Richards, because he's an RFA. Like I can see them saying, yeah, we don't want to overpay him. We'll let him go and try to get like a star in return. Gordon Hayward. Nobody wants. Nick Richards
0: is gone, but he's even he's out of the rotation because Mark Williams is.
1: Yeah, but Nick um, Richards is a really good rebounder, Adam. Like, I think a good team could probably use him.
0: Yeah, but I don't see them getting much for him. It's not like, oh, we'll give you a two first or we'll give you a starter. It's just we, you know, you have Plumlee who, a- again, everybody but LaMelo should be.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, Kelly Oubre. But it, the problem with Kelly Oubre, is hurt. I don't know. uh um, I, I don't know when he's like, he might be back in a couple of weeks. And then, uh, Jalen McDaniels. I know we always mix up the Jaden in Minnesota and the Jalen Jalen might get moved to. So, I mean, there's a few there, the bulls. I think a lot of that talk about Caruso is in Vucevic is not real. Like, I don't think that's actually going to happen with trades. Like, Did you also hear that Lonzo ball? Very likely. He's not going to play this year.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, um... Lonzo has still has pain and like that's that's a good that's a good uh it's good omen right there of just you've been haven't played for a year and they have no backup point guard whatsoever and like uh, only the Chicago fans would think Alex Caruso could get them anything.
1: No. Uh, like, like I think he's a good fit there. Like I I mean have, he's they, have them, they... but he's not he's not moving the needle in the direction. What what are you going to trade Vucevic for? Like what what could you possibly Well, the problem with Vucevic is that he's an expiring. So, like, they never got the They never got the extension done. So, like, what are you really gonna get? You know, and he Vucevic. Let me be clear. Vucevic is a really productive player. He's always been productive since he was in Orlando. But like, he's again. I agree with you. Like, what are you gonna get depending on the situation with this contract? Not that. Not as much as you think. Andre Drummond, I think, might get unloaded. That one might very well happen.
0: Yeah. Who's just a backup. So what is he who really cares? It's just you have we had mentioned this is what happens. Oh, you went all in on DeMar DeRozan. Oh, he's good. But eh, you have no spacing and you have no depth. And yeah, uh,
1: the one that the one I keep an eye on is the Knicks. And I don't think their starters are going to get traded. I think they're happy with the way Randall's playing. Like they have a winning record right now. So they're like they're doing well. Um, But like Randall's playing well. Brunson's uh, playing well. R.J. Barrett seems content. You know, they have a decent balance right now. But all those other guys, like the Emmanuel Quicklys, the Obi Toppins, I can see them just going for it and saying, hey, let's bundle this together to get one more piece.
0: Yeah, and, and that's all the issue with coaching because the coach doesn't want to play all the young people and just rides his starters. and.
1: Well, knowing and the Knicks, they'll just fire him if they want to, you know.
0: Oh, it's the it's the Knicks so there's rumblings from on you know on day one that was the case. But the Knicks I don't you know, oh, we offered three first, but they gave no, who do they that that whole, you know, trade last year of So they have like Detroit's twenty twenty-five and
1: Yeah, yeah, we were um, talking about that.
0: So yeah, oh well we offered Toronto three first. Yeah, but did you offer your three first or did you offer your whole slew of
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like the Lakers, oh, they gave up they gave up three more second round picks. Actually, one of those picks wasn't theirs. It was from somebody else. So like I guess
0: the Lakers have nine second round picks. So it's just like plus if you're Toronto, yeah, I need a number one pick next year or this coming year. And who
1: this is why the Hawks, I think a lot of the talks around the Hawks, other than John Collins, is going nowhere. People are like, oh, they might trade Bogdan. Oh, they might trade DeAndre Hunter. No, because what it is is that they're going to want to recoup what they lost in the DeJounte Murray deal, and nobody, and thanks to Gobert, nobody's going to do that. You know, well, like, Gobert reset the market for trades.
0: A, nobody's going to do that because they have. That's the same way as, well, We they still, like, Rockets still want like a first for Eric Gordon. It's like, well, you're not going to get that. And nope. you know, the Magic still want a first for Terrence Ross. It's like, well, you're not going to get that either. You have these delusional thoughts of grandeur. Plus, with all these pick swaps, no team can trade anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Like the
0: Celtics, oh, you're you hampsych. know.
1: You're hamstrung by the rules. Yeah, because
0: the Celtics have, I think, a 2026 or 2027 swap with San Antonio. You can't trade it.
1: Milwaukee is bound to a swap involving the Drew Holiday trade with the Pels. You know, so, like, there's different situations like that. You're right.
0: Yeah, so you can't get rid of it. The Lakers, yeah, the Lakers have a first-round pick this year. Well, we can't trade it because it's going to be a swap. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, so you have all these teams just strung with, well, we did future swaps, and now we can't use that as trade bait. Well, we want 17 first-round picks. Well... Good luck with the, your player. You, you know, you made an outlier.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other teams. I do want to say a generality before we. I kind of talk about some teams that are right on the cusp of like maybe they'll do a fire sale. Is that we have a lot of these teams that are close in the rankings. I, the East has a little bit of a tier there with you know we we talked about it on the last show like with uh, Boston, Philadelphia. Uh, Joe, by the way, Joel Embiid trying to get up there in the MVP race again. Um, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. And uh, Cleveland. Uh, But after that, you know, it's fairly it's getting fairly close there, like for who's going to make the playoffs in the West. We already talked about it outside of Denver and Memphis. It's tight. It is very, very tight. And but the thing is that because a lot of these teams, Adams, are are still pretty close to the threshold of making the playoffs. I wonder if that's holding them back from doing a fire sale because they 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 are going to talk themselves into thinking maybe we have a shot so we don't want to just give everything away. My 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 in general all I'm trying to say is when do you think the they're going to fire up the tank? Like in general for a lot of these teams. Like when do you think it's going to start?
0: Well, with with teams like Detroit and Charlotte, Mark's it already happy. Yeah. it, it already hasn't it it's out. If you don't get the top two picks, like it, it's a two-person draft so far, and out outside of that, it's just you. You can't be worse than Houston. You can't be worse than Charlotte. You can't be
1: worse than Detroit. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like you can't tag to that point where uh, you know. So we miss the playoffs. We get a top eight pick. It's just like well. Are you really going to get excited for that? You, you know, you have to pay all that money to this, this top tier guy. He's probably not going to be ready to go day one because it doesn't seem to be a deep draft this year, does it?
1: No, it doesn't. I mean, if after Webman, you know, I know you talk about the top two, you talk about Victor Webinyama and then Scoot Henderson. It seems like the Yama sweepstakes. But after that, you know, you got like a lot of like some overtime elite guys and um, some college guys. But yeah, I mean, Brandon Millard, Alabama has been impressive. But like outside of that, yeah, like I, I, I would say yeah, kind of so like a two horse race.
0: San Antonio, Houston, Detroit and Charlotte.
1: San Antonio is so fucking bad. Oh, my God.
0: So you got those four teams. So if you start tanking and then you could just, let's say we could bring in Orlando who's we know not good.
1: I'm glad you brought them up because they're right in that middle portion, kind of like Oklahoma city was last year when SGA became an all-star and it was like, huh, maybe they'll make some noise. And then they shut down SGA and the tank and the tank got fired up. Like, what do you think Orlando can do? Cause they're actually in a position where they can move pieces. Cause they have, like you always say, log jams in their positions, but they're actually playing well at times. Like they win they here. They play well, they
0: but here. they don't have talent, nor can they overtake. Right,
1: they're kind of like hovering. So what do you do there? Like, do you give up at some point?
0: I would say you know you get your your top five pick, and then let's see who we can move from there. I don't think it's the point of
1: like Mobamba well, definitely because he's got a team option. You already mentioned Terrence Ross. You know, so Arkell let's say they go Foles in like, oh, let's a small. Let's get newbie
0: Let's yeah. get you know some. A restricted star. We'll we you know we're going to max out. It doesn't do any service right now because you're not gonna. You're just taking a 25 game flyer to get him to know the other players. You you just sort of have to go through the season with this. But you can't be worse than those, those teams to start tanking. So, again, you're gonna. Oh man, wow, I want to get the one of the Thompson twins. Uh, you know, from overtime elite. Oh wow, that's gonna be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's something to look forward to. The thing, the thing with like um the Spurs Detroit. You know, and in Orlando if they start kind of like uh going downhill is like there we we, we kind of mentioned this in the offseason. I'm we're not I'm not gonna revisit the minutia right now because we're in the middle of the season, but like the cap space on them is is still fairly large. That's the reason why the Miles Turner renegotiation for Indiana was able to be worked out is because they were they were like under the salary floor. They were able to make it work because they didn't really have a lot of tied up money. Um the the only team that seems competitive, to my knowledge, that is well under, and if they wanted to just tank it, they could, is Utah. But I don't I don't think they're going to. Like, I think they're kind of content with the roster. And if Danny Ainge isn't, like, bowled over by some deal for Malik Beasley and Kelly Olenek or whatever, I don't think they're going to do another deal this year. It's,
0: well, your first-round pick, we, you know— gets you to the conversation yeah we don't we don't want to do that and yeah they're currently what the final spot
1: yeah or the 10th right
0: yeah so if they fall out for portland or the lakers okay it, you know it, what does it matter they're gonna get they're gonna get blown out by you know whoever seventh is so what minnesota dallas new orleans yeah. whoever's plays them is gonna
1: destroy him. if they play new orleans new orleans is gonna lose <laughs> the, the jazz always beat the pelicans this year
0: <laughs> fine fair
1: enough <laughs> but um but yeah like there's people definitely on the block there like i mentioned Ola Nick already marketing is untouchable um uh so is walker kessler I'm, i i know that sounds insane but walker kessler's played well conley Jordan Clarkson, because he's probably going to turn down his player option. Jared Vanderbilt, because he's got a team option. All those people could be moved that they really, really wanted to get frisky. But the Spurs, the Pistons are, they're kind of, a, I hate to say this because they're terrible, but they're kind of in a prime spot because you got the cap space. Uh, you've, got, you've got the losses on your belt if you want to tank for Webb and Yama already. So you're ahead of the curve there. And you got some assets you can move, like the Spurs, they have Yaka Purtle. they got Romeo Lankford, they got Zach Collins, who has no guaranteed money, really, next year. Like, they could probably move some pieces. I don't know who's going to be willing to deal with San Antonio just to get, like, a Yaka Purtle. But, I mean, you never know. Uh, Basically, yeah, you
0: never know. (laughs) Like, you would never guess that Indiana would trade Brogdon for a first in garbage.
1: Yeah, you, you would end up trade. The... You you, would, you know what? I'll take that back with the Kings. Like, I really poo pooed on that trade. I think in hindsight, it'll, it'll still be a bad deal. But Sabonis so has worked out well for them. I just can't believe they traded Halliburton. Still, it's well, still how is it?
0: they couldn't play together. You had to pick one of the two. Mm-hmm. They picked. I mean, Fox, Fox is and playing Fox great. Has
1: been, Fox yeah. is playing great.
0: With with Halliburton gone, Fox has been. Yeah, this is why it should just be me. Davion Mitchell has sort of. I don't know. He appears to have kind of fallen out of the rotation.
1: Yeah, it's weird. So it was a. Uh, I don't know if he's injured or what, but Malik Monk has kind of been quiet lately, uh, off the bench. You know, we've seen a lot more. Like I said, of Trey Lyles, we've seen uh We see more Harrison Barnes. Maybe they're just kind of perking him up so that they can try to get a deal done, um, because I think he's in the last year of his deal. Talking about Barnes, but um, the the thing for the one thing I will say that's I, I will say selfishly is that remember what my prediction for the NBA Finals was? It was Philadelphia and the LA Clippers. I didn't feel good in November. I felt okayish in December. I feel really good right now. About the, <laughs> like, Clippers? the Clippers are hot, man.
0: They're hot, but they're not like I don't know. They're just sort of still stuck in the middle with everyone else.
1: Yeah, well, Luka Nard's out uh, still, but here's the thing: there are two horse races. Very similar to like when they got together, you know, the, for the 2020 season, it was, it's Kawhi and Paul George. When they go off, they're hard to beat. It's almost I said this last time on the last episode about um, Siakam with the Raptors. If Siakam's great; the Raptors win. If he's if he's just even good, they lose. You know, and the thing for Kawhi and Paul George, if they're good together, they're gonna win. Because they have a lot of depth, they can play some defense, uh, they can slow things down. Um, the only people on the trademark that I can think of for the Clips are Reggie Jackson and Robert Covington. But who wants Robert Covington? And Reggie Jackson's age is not on his side. You know, no, so.
0: his age it, no, and, and his skills. But yeah, the Clippers are in the fourth, but only two and a half games is 11th place. Yep. So that's the thing is, like, shouldn't they be starting to
1: um, get ahead of the pack?
0: Separate? Yeah. Shouldn't they be separating themselves now? It's 50 games in. Isn't it time to... It's because of all that...
1: over. It's because they overdid the load management in the first couple months with Kawhi. And I think they realized, all right, we... You got to start playing, dude. (laughs) You know, it's very similar, like with the Pelicans, where they got ahead with a really nice or they were front running with like a really nice record. And then they're like, yeah, you know, we could do without Ingram a little longer. You know, okay, Zion's out and maybe we can go without Zion and Ingram. Oh, wait, no, we can't. We need both of them back. (laughs) And now we're losing. like it's hard. Like you got to be able to plug the holes. This is how this is how the Nets deal involving Philadelphia and Harden. This is how it really came to be, because Durant got hurt. And when they had just Kyrie and Harden, they struggled. And it basically, Joe Psy basically talked himself into thinking, eh, this is not sustainable. Let's just go ahead and get rid of Harden, because Harden doesn't want to be here. You know, sometimes it takes just a happenstance event to realize, oh man, like, we're not as good as we thought we were, you know?
0: So then, here's the question. Will there be any, because this is the you know, the calm before the, the fake storm, as always, and
1: yeah, the trade deadline. Right.
0: Everybody's like, let's oh, do crazy. Oh, I heard my report that they're gonna cut the team. I heard the report they're gonna go all in. Uh, you can't do everything. So, is there gonna be any deals made?
1: I mean, uh, there are always deals made. I mean, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one that I think will be a surprise. Like a
0: legitimate deal, not.
1: I. I'm... i I. think. I think is gonna get traded. Um. I think Boyan is gonna get traded. I think. I do not believe OG Ananobi is going to get deal. Now you're thinking of like a big fish. Like, is there going to be a mega deal? Is what you're. Uh, probably
0: I'm not about. saying mega deal. I'm saying will a starter be dealt? And it's just. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. if you just look at like a quote unquote starter like um like Jordan Clarkson, uh, I, I mean that's a def- that's a definite. I don't think the Detroit Pistons are going to do like a bloodletting. I think they're going to trade away Boyan, but I don't think like Sadiq Bay is going to go. Like I don't think like uh, I'm trying to think of whoever else is on the market for uh, like Alec Burks will, but he's not a starter. Um, but like if I had to say the biggest name, I mean I'll I'll. Take you said this Kuzma. Kuzma's a Kuzma's a name for sure. You know he's just complicated because he wants an extension. Um, but I'll I'll give you I'll give you this one. I think D'Angelo Russell will get traded.
0: Who Who's gonna pick that up?
1: I, well, he, I think he's at the end of his, is he at the end of his deal? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think someone might talk themselves into, it might even be the Lakers. (laughs) Like, I don't know, because I think even though he's played well, filling in for towns, once towns is back, they're probably going to say, all right, let's try to refocus with Gobert and Ant-Man who's played great. By the way, Anthony Edwards has been awesome. And, uh, and, uh, Gobert. And try to salvage this, but we'll we'll try to get rid of D'Andre Russell. We'll tack on Torian Prince's no no guarantee low guarantee and maybe Nas Reed because Nas Reed is a promising player and we'll get something in return, whatever it is that they feel is a need, you know, on the defensive side. So that that would be that would be one that I would keep an eye out for. Um I in terms of like big deals, like I still got a weird feeling Cam Johnson might get traded from the Suns.
0: But he's what the he's the one they kept.
1: I know, but the thing is, like, I don't know how far over the tax they want to go to keep him in restricted free agency. But like they they, they already played this game with DeAndre Ayton and they lost. You know,
0: they they lost and they they picked Cam Johnson over Crowder, which and who they still been, haven't
1: traded. Yeah, how about who, they trade them together?
0: That would just be funny. Like we're this is the one we're taking <laughs> over the other, and then you you want to get rid of both.
1: I know. Um, Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think this trade market is like super hot. I mean, I could be complete. Listen, Adam, it takes one crazy deal where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did it. But remember, Donovan Mitchell happened when in like August or September, like it was pretty close to when the season was about to start. So, mm-hmm. so it was like the training you, camps, yeah. Yeah, so it was like okay, like that kind of felt like a like a deal, like something that was kind of major. And then the only other one might be Vucevic, but I I would say no on that. I don't think the Bulls are gonna just drop like, I don't think the Bulls are gonna go with the tank. Is what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, I guess well, because this is all we've been talking about for what like, five episodes now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it's just something to keep the interest. And in. like, there are teams that are kind of on a roll. But even like the ones that we talked about in the last show that were really hot, Denver and Memphis, they've started to drop a few. You know, Jokic had some DNP's, which led some losses. But um, um, the Grizzlies, um, they they they're they're playing well. You know, they had a really good game against the Warriors. Did you see that Steph Curry? <laughs> he got ejected for throwing his mouthpiece because he was mad at his own teammate for not passing the ball
0: for taking it and taking a terrible shot. It's just
1: it was a bad shot. Yeah.
0: I've I don't think I've ever seen that. That it's uh it was amazing.
1: Um uh Pat Beverly uh putting the broken watch back in his pocket because he said Dame Time was broken. And then Dame Lillard's oh, really when he and he goes out for 60 points against the Jazz. Um and then uh this is was, this was college, but I got to tell you this. What did you think of the, the the Uber Eats delivery guy walking on the court during the game?
0: I, I don't understand it. <laughs>
1: the, was that a prank?
0: That's what I was like. It had to have been a prank, right?
1: It had to be like you can't walk on the fucking court. How did he even get there? yeah,
0: who who let him in and, oh, I got a delivery. Well, don't you need a ticket and then or wouldn't a, you know security guard take him? Like it doesn't it just seems too fishy.
1: no, it, it's dumb. I, I think they, I think they just did it for clicks, you know. Uh, and then Pat Beverly showing a camcorder the referee when they missed the call. Fucking <laughs> Pat Beverly, you know. I'll say this about Pat: he has got a future with Stephen A. <laughs> As a player, I don't care for him much uh, anymore. But like in, in in terms of like hot takes, he's got a future.
0: He's <laughs> hilarious.
1: So, well,
0: all right then. So any any parting thoughts? Any no predictions? You you gave your predictions. Any other? Astronomical, anything.
1: When it comes to the offense, it I still don't think it's it's tempering in the NBA. I feel like this is kind of the new normal. I felt like those were like I almost felt like after 2022, the scoring went down. to like the seasons before that were like, oh, they're just perking up because they're trying to copy the Warriors and offense is winning games now, or in the regular season. But like now, I'm starting to feel like this is kind of like just the way the regular season is. We do OLA defense and, um. We um they and you just have to buckle down in the fourth quarter. No comeback is too hard to come back from. Like we could come back from thirty down now if we have to, and like just the possession, like the number of possessions is higher than ever. And I just feel like this is kind of like this is just the way the I feel like this is the way regular season NBA is going to be. Playoff NBA we already said this is just way different. But like regular season NBA, I think just that. Meh. Yeah, I think just the fact that everybody's scoring and and everything is up and, you know, DFS is wild where everybody, there's just super random performances all over the place. Um, Like, even LeBron James, like, he's just getting 40 points almost, like, I'm not trying to say that he's a beneficiary of the fact that points are bleeding out like crazy. LeBron James is an amazing player. He's about to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. If I had to guess, once we, he's like, he's like less than 120 from it in terms of points from Kareem. When we come back in two weeks, I would say probably not. I'd say we should be really close, though, huh?
0: We'll, we'll find out in two weeks.
1: Yeah, and we can talk about it then. Alright, All right. so, <laughs> so for ends,
0: <laughs> you <Ez, laughs> should have a Mary. Have a good
1: one. <laughs>